Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Conscious Living 101 podcast with the Lyric Twins. My name is Cheryl, and this is my twin sister, Christine. And we're here to talk to you about all things to do with spiritual awakening, conscious living, um, and the end game of enlightenment. So what we're wanting to do for you is to offer you some information that we never had when we had our spiritual awakening. We both awakened a couple of decades ago when we were just in our late teen years. Maybe three. Three decades? <laughs> three decades. Don't tell them how Oh, wait, no, we're only 20. Yeah, that's, that's right. We're possible. 20. Um, <laughs> which is actually happens when you have your spiritual awakenings. You actually get younger. <laughs> yeah, you do look younger. <laughs> um, I'm only half kidding, but we'll get into that in later podcasts. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the signs of spiritual awakening and give you some stories, uh, personal stories from both of us about how we experienced our spiritual awakening. So the first thing that we want to talk about is the signs of spiritual awakening. And it's important. How, how about what is spiritual awakening first? What is spiritual and then the awakening. signs. Yeah. Yeah. So spiritual awakening uh, for me as a definition is just a moment in your life where you have this understanding that you're more than you are, like, right? Like as more than Cheryl, like right. the human Cheryl, like more than your ego, Yeah, that you're more, um, more of like what, a divine, a divine higher self. Like you're beyond, yeah. you're beyond just the human self, but you start to, to connect with something outside of yourself or well, within yourself really, but yeah. um, outside of yourself that is bigger than just the human self. And um, yeah, so it's not, spiritual awakening is not like a moment and then all of a sudden you're spiritually awakened and everything's perfect and you have inner peace. No, that's not how it goes what? at all. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to scare you, but <laughs> it doesn't go like that. But it is like, I can kind of look back in my life and have a, almost a definitive moment of when I had a spiritual awakening, but it did happen, um, you know, earlier on in my life. And then as I got a bit older, then I understood that I was having this awakening. But let's first talk about the signs of spiritual awakening so that you might know if you're having a spiritual awakening of your own. Right. Right. So I will start. I would say um, you start to feel like there has to be more to life. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Like you start to look at your life and question it and notice that you've been doing a lot of kind of external searching for happiness, that it hasn't got you where you wanted to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you start to think there has to be more. Yeah. And, and yeah. part of that is because a lot of times when you're having a spiritual awakening, you actually feel really alone and, you know, a bit out of place. Right. So it kind of propels you to think that there's answers out there so you start looking for them right right and I think you also don't want to keep living life in the same stagnant way that you've been mm -hmm. living like I, I remember really thinking geez I I'm not happy I'm not getting what I really want out of life um there just there just has to be more and I think also around the time when we started to awaken we also started to become really intuitive like you start to um yeah really be intuitive about what other people are feeling you yeah, remember we used to go to the mall and read people we did oh my god we we used for fun to, we that used was to play, our fun time yeah, we used to play a game but like we almost didn't realize that we were intuitive but like as yeah. we got older like 
people used to so we'd go to the mall and we would people would walk by and we would just read them like we would say what their we'd issues tell, we'd were we'd make up stories but we would have the same story for the yeah. same person all and, the time and, and we're like and then as we got older now all my friends give me all their pictures of like guys they want to date so that I can read them and it's tell true. them what their issues are oh wait wait she gives me pictures of the guys she wants to date <laughs> and true. I have to she's, read them she's got to help me but we're pretty bang on I yeah, must say we actually so really are that, so and anybody anybody can be intuitive because I've actually trained my friends to do it now too but it just takes practice but well, that is a sign well a I, I think too because so many people live externally and spiritual awakening really is about going within yourself yeah. and so it's naturally um, being intuitive yeah uh, is kind of just a natural byproduct so it's just really about uh, once you turn in inwards to teach yourself or like how my sister said she teaches other people to do it yeah. um, to become more intuitive but well and I think that's actually part of the awakening is you actually become like you said more in tune and then um, another thing that we do is we actually like can not only read energy of people but of food right? right so like we can tap into a food and just know instantly whether we're gonna like react to it or yeah or if we, we pick it up and you yeah. feel kind of slightly nauseated but from I think it. it's just an opening that you have when you have yeah. this awakening is that you're more expanded and open to different things right? I wonder too if that's why like they say physical symptoms or I shouldn't say they say this mm -hmm. has happened to us physical symptoms is a yeah. part of spiritual awakening um oh yeah like a lot of aches and pains dizziness yeah fatigue yeah fatigue like for years we would sleep so much actually yeah. our older sister like she had her awakening and man we slept a lot like yeah, she slept so much like we slept half our life away almost but and it's people <laughs> don't scare people yeah yeah i don't want to scare you but it does happen you do have those physical symptoms and like even now like we've had our spiritual awakening over what did we say 30 years ago now we did it, and at least we that. still yeah, have like more. bizarro symptoms that we go to the doctor and are like we're lucky we have the same doctor <laughs> from when we were 16 and she's like she knows us she knows us were history her spiritual stuff. project like we've taught her a lot she says i learned something from you guys every time you she come does. in because we're very in tune with ourselves but we're very intuitive like we typically catch what's the matter before yeah. it even shows up on right on and blood tests but i also but she also can't diagnose us no she can't but i also have to say um because i have a neck injury from a car accident and uh so being in more almost more intuitive and in tune with your body I think it does heighten things a little bit like very much um, because you become more sensitive. It, you instantly know, oh, I have a headache or and funny enough, a lot of people go through life and they're not in tune with their bodies at all. They have no clue what's going on with their own bodies. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Well, but, they yeah. just push through with like coffee or whatever. right? Yeah. But, with coffee or booze or yeah. um, stuff like that. But I mean, I think we should also let people know like spiritual awakening, like when we started our spiritual awakening there wasn't a lot of information out there a lot no. of it was like from like the kind of new age movement and so a lot of it was I don't want to say airy fairy but it yeah, wasn't airy, exactly airy. what we were looking for because we started to awaken and, and so we found this new age movement and we thought oh spirituality is mm -hmm. you're supposed to be like happy and joyful and, oh, and so peaceful and everything is you know perfect once you have this awakening but mm -hmm. that's actually not the case it's actually no. really hard work Very. and um eye opening and kind of like 
puts you into a really raw space. It's like challenging. It's, it is because you you really you lose your identity of who you thought you were as Christine or Cheryl mm-hmm. or like as as your human identity or as a mom or um, a child or your job your or, or yeah. how much money you have like you really or your relationships like you really yeah, it really throws you off. You do you start to lose you, your mind. Your <laughs> Yes, well, and that's a good thing. Yeah. That is a good thing. Yeah. But you start to lose like your identity of your more egoic self. And yeah. it can be um, disorienting. Like it really can put you into a space of um, just feeling disconnected and lost from yourself and um, just who you thought you were. It's a, a, almost an identity crisis in a way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not that's not to scare you because so many people are connected to themselves um in such a minimal way Mm -hmm. until they find um you know spirituality or have a spiritual awakening or find something some kind of um, technique that helps to teach them to go within like meditation or yeah um you know just breathing techniques or walking in nature like uh just trying to find moments of of connecting with yourself so right so so some of the other signs um a spiritual awakening what you'll notice is that once you have this spiritual awakening and you start to see things differently is that actually your relationships will start shifting and and what really yeah like unfortunately you <laughs> might lose do. some relationships because um i guess you start perceiving things differently and people might perceive you differently and maybe you just don't connect anymore and it is a it perception is, shift like a mm-hmm. spiritual awakening really is a perception shift yeah and i think because you can also start seeing people more fully too and maybe you just start realizing that maybe you're not as connected as well you and i you think were. you also start to really read if people are authentic or not or mm-hmm. if they're manipulating you or playing games mm-hmm. or and you start to really notice when people are doing that and and you start but you don't to get see, mad you don't no, get mad no but it. you decide you don't really want to do that anymore like you don't want to participate yeah. in those kind of types of relationships and no so, again this doesn't happen overnight you guys like no, it spiritual awakening it really well, doesn't i mean spiritual awakening no, like compassion the, for people and no, like finding but, the inner peace and that takes a lot you but, guys but the trigger of spiritual awakening could be an instantaneous yeah. thing you it could be from like a major life change like a divorce or mm-hmm. a car accident or um the death of a loved one or a near-death experience yep. even can be a spiritual awakening or, or even a bad childhood <laughs> or it could be like my sister and I we had ye- a lot of years of depression and I think that really triggered our spiritual awakening and I say it was depression but in hindsight we now say it was almost it was more of a spiritual depression yeah, because it was. we we could tell we were disconnected but we didn't have the tools to to reconnect to ourselves um, and mm-hmm. it and it really put us into a space of feeling lost and almost like desperate, desperate. to know the truth desperate of, of, the of who are who am I yeah like somehow we just knew that there was an answer but we did we didn't yeah, really true. it's very bizarre but we didn't really and you're gonna find that too you guys is that like your spiritual awakening is even though like Cheryl and Christine think they decided to have the spiritual awakening uh, there's actually yeah, a higher no. part of you that has decided that you're having a spiritual awakening and we're actually you'll find just along for the ride well and i think that kind of lends to letting go of control too like um spiritual awakening really is about letting letting go of control of um the human kind of driving i guess the car 
Yeah, you know, it's like you have to let that kind of higher knowing or the Mm -hmm. higher piece of you. But I like you said, I always felt like connected to a higher piece of myself. And as my sister mentioned, we kind of we did come from a a rough, a bit of a rough childhood. Like, you know, we weren't close with our parents. There was a lot of yelling and Mm -hmm. um, it just a lot of control uh, from at least one of our parents. And it was a tough environment to grow up in. But I think I do think like that. It propelled us. Well, the knowledge or the ability, even as a young kid, to feel connected to something more than Christine. Like I Yeah, I remember I remember um being in my room, uh I it couldn't have been more than grade maybe six or seven, and I remember crying about our parents and you know the divorce and the difficulties of childhood and thinking, um, you know, what am I going to do? And so I'm crying and sobbing and sobbing. And, uh, and then I remember getting to a point where I stopped and I felt this isn't really what I'm upset about. Like, I'm not upset about, it's not really about my parents. It's not really about school or, you know, boys or anything. I just felt this deep, deep longing um to be connected it was about feeling disconnected from myself and Mm -hmm. I remember feeling that as a very young kid so I don't know if you had that or it it was a I would just remember it it stuck out with me it was like it was yesterday the experience it was Mm -hmm. it was profound but the good thing is you guys is that once you have this spiritual awakening is that the path is almost laid out before you and what happens is you'll notice is that whoever your teacher is going to be the most perfect person for you to kind of teach you what you need to know at that time, they're going to appear. So, you know, that, that happened for my sister multiple times. Like it happened for us over and over. We were blessed. We, we've had so many good teachers like over the 30, 40 years we've been um, moving through our spiritual awakening. We couldn't have done it without them for sure. No. And um, yeah, like we've been lucky even just locally, like in, in your own town and stuff, we, mm-hmm. we found a lot of teachers locally and, and a couple of groups online and, well, and we didn't like the internet wasn't huge when we, not no, to we date, had that, not to date our dial up. Oh yeah. Like, and then the busy like, signal and you couldn't get on like, yeah, yeah, it was annoying. We are dinosaurs literally. Yeah. Like at this, this point, you are very lucky to be awakening during this time. In a sense, you're lucky. I mean, we kind of had it there's so much information out there that's almost a problem at this point because like you really got to dig through the truth out you there. You do, but it's, hey, when, if you become more intuitive, which is a part of your spiritual mm-hmm. awakening, you can intuit what information resonates with you, like what feels truthful to you. Yeah. It's not It's not what other people are saying. Um, even what we're saying, if you don't resonate with it, it's yeah. not your truth. It's about... Um, it's not about our truth. It's about what is your truth and what feels good to mm-hmm. you and what feels like it's going to help connect you uh, to what you've been longing for. Right. And um, that's what we really learned along the way is that there were some teachers that we had to walk away from because it just didn't resonate. And yeah. like when we say like resonate or um, feels clear, like you almost just get like a not almost Sense like a knowing. warm feeling, like, yeah, a, you maybe. know, a knowingness that this person is the right person for you at that moment. Right. But then like in the end, what happens is that you get, you're almost helping the mind understand spiritual awakening in a sense. And then the mind kind of relaxes a little, right? Yeah. And then eventually you 
clear away enough so that you can go within and find the answers there because really your answers come from you not from anybody else not no, from, from me within. and my sister not from any teacher they like, might be deep within and yeah. they might seem like they're hidden yeah but, but they're, they're there they're there we promise we promise you they're, they're there. there you're gonna have to dig no <laughs> you're gonna have to dig hard oh no i think they should when you're ready for the truth, I think it the comes. truth shoves up oh, from yeah. within you and you can't stop it. Don't it's like resist. A vulc- don't resist the <laughs> truth, like you guys. Volcano. It's coming. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, don't resist. I, and it's like you said, I, I do believe like if you've signed up for awakening in this lifetime, and I say this lifetime because we do believe in, in past lives uh, and other in, very interesting things. Yes, you'll, very you'll interesting find things. out. But that resonates with us. That seems really truthful. And um, it just... To us, there has to be more. Yeah, more and, to this one life and, and more. And you'll to our find once you awaken that spirituality rules your life. It literally, it, it really, it, it, it rules. It takes over. It does take over, not in a bad way, but in, uh, in a way that this this just seems so important to yeah, me now. And truthful. It seems more important than you Anything. know making money and um your relationships job and, and um having nice things to wear i mean mm-hmm. not that we don't get done up and like look <laughs> personable or act personable and um everything holds a different meaning it really does it just it's not the the internal drive for um success or money mm-hmm. or whatever it's just not there the same way it used to be but i mean we really did think when we were in our teens you know that happiness came from a good relationship and yeah getting married or- and having a lot of money yeah. or, or you know traveling come which to i'm see pretty it. sure traveling still yeah would, that's I, i'm gonna but still stick you'll with come that to one, see but. you'll come to see that yeah that that doesn't hold the value that it does i mean you're of course we're here to enjoy our life right but you first you kind of let all that go and then you come back to the truth within yourself and then you go out and experience life in a well, different way no you re, yeah you re-experience, you re-experience it yeah. um through a more spiritually awakened mm-hmm. consciousness like you're living you're mm-hmm. living consciously and um, what that really means is just like you can live in each moment without worrying about the next, without worrying about um, what your partner thinks of you or, you know, how much money you have in the bank. You, you're not seeing your experiences and um, through that lens, which actually just makes you miss every experience, like you're not fully mm-hmm. experiencing anything then. Um, do you want to, um, before we're like, because we're running out of a bit of a time, do you want to share your story of awakening and I'll share mine? Yeah, I think like, I mean, you and I talked about this before we did, did the podcast and I think you feel like you kind of had more of a, um, like a moment in time. But for me, it really st- has stuck with me my entire life of just this longing to to know a truth, even though if when I was younger, I may not have known what that, what that really meant. But um, as I got older, uh, you know, at maybe university, early university years, you know, 18 to 23 or something um I really started to feel kind of out of place like I we would we would go we were very personal we were on the gymnastics team we traveled we had tons of friends yeah we had a lot of friends but like I would go to these parties I'd go to these places and we would I know both of us felt very out of place like we just and alone even though we had a million people around us us and we just didn't feel um, we didn't feel like we were in the right place. We didn't feel like we fit in. Um, and no, yeah. and no one would have really known that. But no. for us, I think it was just this deep sense of disconnect from ourself. And here we are trying to experience life, 
you know, through this external connection to things when really all we really wanted was the internal. And so for me, I think um, part of it was when we were pretty young, I would start to see 1111 mm-hmm. everywhere. And you and when we were kids, like, or young adults, you this wasn't in the news. This wasn't on no. social media. Like now you literally see 1111 everywhere. But I know my sister and I, we would, we would, we kept diaries when we were younger. And I literally thought I would write it's 1111 again. I'm like, I always thought, what does this mean? I'm like, am I going to die or yeah. something at 1111? Like it was so profound that I saw it all over the place. But um, if but you then don't, we, yeah. we did find a book on the 1111. Yeah. And we it, were like, it was, oh my God, yeah, this, Sanaya, this is a thing. Sanaya Roman. It's actually, um, this kind of call to spiritual awakening is this 1111 so mm-hmm. uh, but it we doesn't were, mean that, that like you're meeting four. a soulmate no that was like grade four yeah. or five like we were young yeah we were young yeah we were yeah we were so I mean like I said this for me I feel like it's been my entire life that I've been spiritually awakening probably when we were born seriously but um our whole uh, for me like, like we're close to 50 now don't tell anyone um but we literally have spent most of our life um, focused on on spirituality and spiritual awakening and I don't regret it um no well it's been challenging it has been challenging but I I don't regret one moment I don't regret it either because the the peace and the contentment and just the level of consciousness that we now and the connection and the truth that we the connection yeah the connection to ourself like I don't feel that emptiness anymore I don't feel a sadness I we're not depressed that makes everything better in life it does every experience all your relationships is more your job like and and if you lose a relationship it doesn't matter as much because you have a connection to yourself that will never be lost so it doesn't come from anybody else yeah it is that's where the peace comes from you guys is that you finally understand that you are like your own happiness and your own love and you don't need it from external sources and that's where the inner peace comes yeah after spiritual awakening and once you do your process right because like yeah. i said spiritual awakening isn't just one moment in time it's a process of spiritual awakening and then, then you go through the very it's challenging lifetimes <laughs> well of a process, and then people say you have the awakening and like i see people who, who originally have their awakening and there's a lot of people awakening now because of covid right like COVID yeah, forced is, people is to go forcing within. people to go within. So yeah. they have this like, and we did this too. Like when we first had our spiritual awakening, we were like so elated that we found something yeah. that this resonated. is it. This is it. We knew and, it. Yeah. You know, like so we did a lot of new age stuff. But then, then comes what they call the dark night of the soul. I mean, I don't know if I've ever called it that, but it's very challenging because oh, it's like the pit of despair, despair of the soul, beyond but... despair, you guys, because you're digging like. layer upon layer of all your crap and all your wounds and all your old patterns are in there and you gotta go wade through them but the good thing is the good news is that you're not any of that stuff you're not not your crap you're not your unworthiness you're 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 not your guilt you're not um anything negative you know you're actually um a spiritual divine uh, being divine being and when you connect with that piece of yourself that's the part of beingness that always exists mm-hmm. like the rest of that stuff really is it doesn't really even exist it's kind of like this false mask that we all wear as we go through life you know we wear the mask of unworthiness we wear the mask of guilt we wear the mask of you know just not feeling valued or um 
whatever whatever right. those masks we wear but like what what is underneath all that mask those masks is really what spiritual awakening is yeah, and you I'm, find the answer i'm gonna let my sister finish her story about spiritual awakening because i think i hogged oh yeah you're there, hogging but, and yeah, the I'm time's sorry, almost sorry. up no okay i'll just tell you guys quickly because <laughs> it's interesting to learn people's personal stories but for me um like she said like we uh, we always knew there was something i had some some drive in me saying there's more and but mine like for me that sticks out in my head is when I was about 20 I got um into an accident doing gymnastics and had uh had to have surgery and I was at home and like I was in a lot of despair I lost gymnastics which was a big part of my identity and you know at the time I had a great boyfriend I had wonderful friends but I was so in despair and so lonely yeah. and I'm like why and she wrong? had me what the hell yeah like I had my family Thank but God I was like other, what's going way? on but like for me I think that accident was something I created so that I would slow down and sit still literally sit still and start kind of like opening up to like what my path was and at the time our dad had um he was into new age stuff and had a lot of books lying around the house and that was actually when I read my first spiritual book called the Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield is a great book you guys like if you want to go read it well, I it was pretty ma it's considered mainstream yeah. now like um I know we've also list we've also read of a lot of other books that aren't considered mainstream but I mean yeah, yeah. I think the Celestine Prophecy and then I think he also had a, a lot of books on uh some someone called a being called Cryon which are some channel books which mm -hmm. we can get into later but yeah so that's was really when I like took the time and you know I forced myself in some kind of manifestation like not Cheryl but a, a higher part of me I think manifested that accident so that I would sit still oh, for sure. and start reading and learning and that's when you know we found another website called the Crimson Circle and um, we've worked with them for the last 20 years but again like I don't want to you know tell you who to follow or you know who you resonate with but for us um, I think you just have to find what's truthful for you and for for us like when when I was in that quiet time I found information and groups that would help me for the rest of my life well we must have read hundreds of books between hundreds the, like the, hundreds between the two of us but hundreds. read you guys like there's so much out there and now the internet like you know and just listening to these podcasts and like what yeah. we have to say and but, you know but but find what resonates with you always yeah. always always i think this is one of the most important things i want to drive home to people is yes. always make your own decisions if somebody tells you that their truth is the only truth or mm, it's the yeah. only way to Walk get away. somewhere yeah, walk away and make sure that um, your Even truth... what we say, like, you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> yes, they do. You, what are you, you talking about? Yeah, you don't have to. But, I mean, if it resonates... <laughs> We're delightful. Hello. If it, if it resonates <laughs> with you, then stick around. Like, we have lots to share. You know, we've got decades of information. A lot of stories. You know, Good from stories. our spiritual process that you guys are going to learn from. Like, I wish somebody did this for us back then. I know. And like we said, we only had that kind of new age group. Mm -hmm. um, thank, thank goodness for the Crimson Circle. Um, yeah. I would, I mean, I, I want to say they're kind of new age, but I guess different, but yeah, yeah they're different. We'd, we'll talk about them another time if anybody's yeah. interested in watching that podcast. But, um, yeah, so for us, I guess spiritual awakening was the best thing that ever happened to us and, and the <laughs> maybe worst. the worst thing. <laughs> Because our lives have been but at least we different. can laugh about it. I we mean, can laugh. We, you we, need humor. We say it's the you worst need humor because with spiritual awakening. Because it there is just some really really challenging pieces. Yeah. But again, I reiterate, I would not change a thing no. because never go back. To, to be, never. We to were be connected, miserable. Yeah, to be connected to the truth of who you are. Yeah, it does. It transcends everything else, uh, and life just 
life just gets peaceful like yeah. so many people we know oh my god people come to my house and they don't want to leave they're i know like, your house like, is, why so is it so peaceful in fact i was just with somebody last night and he said your house is so different than mine and i'm like what do you mean it's yeah. different because then your meant, energy resonates with your space he meant peaceful and he's like well i don't know it's like less cluttered or something <laughs> he couldn't put the words to it really it it's because it's peaceful and but you have that to look forward to more and, peace and what else do they have to look forward to <laughs> peace i think yeah well, i peace is the biggest thing yeah but well love know, knowing I mean, yourself yeah and just you self-love are. no like, doubt self-love so that you don't have to go to anyone else for love yes right? that's huge that's i mean huge. how many of us go outside of ourselves and think oh yeah. this soulmate's gonna yeah. you know fix everything and make make everything better yeah. and i'm sorry but this just a load of crap because it's it's it might work it's for crap. a month or two uh tell them how it really is yeah i know Christine. okay i'll tell them yeah but inevitably what happens is everybody's um you know doubts and fears rise to the surface whether they're yours or your partners they all yeah. come that's up that's a whole other podcast it is and i think we we'll definitely talk need about to that do, another time to do a podcast I, on I don't a, don't go outside I think of yourself we gotta wrap this one up love. but anyway yeah. you know what you guys congratulations on your spiritual awakening because if you're here i guarantee you have awakened spiritually or you wouldn't have found us you wouldn't have even have clicked no. on this podcast to listen to it so you know we welcome you and Luckle we are up people we yeah, yeah we're honored <laughs> honored to share our truth so that we can inspire yours so you know come back listen to us again um we plan on doing a series you know just to show our awakening to where we are now so um we'll see how those plan out we (laughs) see how those go but it's going to be interesting you guys so if you're here now i think you're going to really love what we have to say in, in our next podcast so um yeah. We should be signing off now. And sure. We need a sign off. We never, sign even, off. we never even oh. thought of sign off. Like, you guys, what should we do for some, a sign off? I don't know. Like somehow, <laughs> maybe something like take care, go within. I don't know. <laughs> take care, go within? Yeah. Okay, you guys. Yeah. Yep. Take you, care, go within. Should we say it together? Yeah. Okay. Take, take care, care, go within. within. See you, See you next guys time. soon. Bye.